we're opening up the community mailbag again to answer your marriage and money questions. Find out how to earn more money on the side without getting a second job, plus more. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, where we're focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. Support for this podcast comes from 5 Days to 5K Course. A big headache for many couples in the community is they know what they need to do. They need to knock down this debt or save up for a big goal. The question is, where does this money come from? Budget's tight. So I designed a free week-long course that will show you step-by-step how to find, save, and make some extra money. And it's broken down into manageable chunks because I know we are all busy. You can sign up at couplemoney.com slash 5k. Welcome to another community mailbag episode. With the year wrapping up, I know you guys have a lot of questions. You want to finish on a strong note. And I think we got some good ones in this episode. We're going to get into how to make extra money when you don't have time for a second job, something I can completely relate to with two little ones at home, how to make your bonus go further, and then finally, figuring out how much you two need to retire. Let's get started. All right, this is a really good question. Several of you have asked this. How do you make extra money? without getting a second job. Uh, The stipulations here are, one, getting a second job is difficult because of the daycare situation if you have kids, or two, just coordinating with another manager and another schedule, getting everything figured out. Well, the good news is there are some extra opportunities to make some income, but you do have to be smart with how you pick them up. I would say look at the sharing economy gigs out there. Amazon Prime Now, any kind of food delivery, or if you guys have those electric scooters in your city, those are opportunities where you can earn some extra money and fit it around your schedule. For example, with the delivery drivers, a lot of people want to have something right after they get off of work. And so what you could do is, if you're already going to have a commute, maybe you can go ahead and make some money on the way back. What do I mean by that? See if you can sign up for one of these delivery companies. See if you can sign up for one of these delivery services and find a route that can at least put you closer to your neighborhood as you get off of work. So you put in an extra hour, but you were going to be stuck in traffic anyway, but you're earning some extra money. Another opportunity is the scooter chargers. I was talking with a friend and she was mentioning if you have Lime or Bird scooters in your neighborhood, they are looking for people to charge up overnight the scooters. And it's not that expensive to plug them in while you're at home. The catch is, and depending on your schedule, this could work out. You pick them up at the end of the night and then you drop them off early in the morning. And you can make up to $20 a scooter, which if there's several scooters in the area, you grab four, maybe five, and you're talking about maybe $10 each, that's 40 or 50 bucks 
which may not sound like much, but remember, this is for a one night to recharge. Let's say that you do this three nights out of the week, maybe four. That's an extra, what, 120, 160 a week? And then monthly, you're talking about 500, 600? just to charge them. You're not doing any extra work per se, just for the delivery, which shouldn't take you too much time. And finally, look at opportunities that you can do at your home. For example, I know Airbnb is a popular option for people. Maybe you don't have an extra room to rent out. Well, what about dog sitting? That's an opportunity for you guys to make some extra money, especially if you're an animal lover. That can be a huge win. And two people in the finance community that I think are doing a great job is Sandy from Yes, I Am Cheap. She has a dedicated community with side hustles. She talks about how you can make t-shirts and do drop shipping. That's another income where you're not trading so much of your time for the extra money, uh, but it does mean you put the work up front and then it becomes more passive as you go. And then the other site I suggest you check out is Kevin over at Financial Panther. He's an attorney and he used side hustles as a part of his plan to pay off over $80,000 of student loans in less than three years. So they have both been successful. Sandy's paid off, I believe, over $50,000 of debt. Kevin, over $87,000 of student loans. And side hustles was a big part of their plan. Even if you're making an extra $500 a month, that can make a significant impact on your debt freedom plan or a goal that you're trying to save towards. If you have a favorite side gig that you keep up with, please let me know and share it in the comments for the show notes. It could help everybody else out. This next question is a nice one. Looks like some of you are expecting a year-end bonus. So first of all, congrats on that. In case you didn't know, the typical cash holiday bonus is around $450. You might be more, might be less in your case, but the same principles apply. And this is actually the advice I give when you get something like a tax refund. You want to make sure that your financial net is secure. And if so, start building up some financial stability and hopefully some wealth. So you want to think of it as layers. The first one is if you don't have one already, make sure you put aside some of that money for a financial cushion. You can call it an emergency fund or a rainy day fund, whatever you want, but life happens. And when you don't have that safety net, it can add a lot of stress to your life. So go ahead make sure you have something tucked away for when you have problems with the car or around the house. The second one is See if you can knock out or knock down a debt with that money. This is a huge win because you're freeing up cash in the future. What do I mean by that? If you knock out your credit card, that's an extra maybe $150. You don't have to pay per month. You can now reallocate that money towards your other goals. Third is invest in your IRA, contribute towards retirement. you're kind of low on funds and you haven't been saving away for retirement, this can be a smart way to go. And related to that, investing in yourself. Maybe you guys have a specific goal that you want to knock out next year. Set it aside in a savings account where you don't have access to it. And then you know, peace of mind, hey, that vacation that we're going to take in 2019 is already paid for. And finally, when you get a bonus, do set aside something for fun. 
Yes, it might not be the most financially responsible, but we found that tucking away some money for fun, something that you guys care about and enjoy, keeps you on the path of being financially responsible, and it's a reward for the hard work that you've done. So you don't have to be overboard. It can be a third, a quarter of that bonus, but make sure that you do enjoy it. And if you are getting a bonus this year, let me know. Leave a comment in the show notes. I'd love to see how you're planning on spending it. This last question is a big one. How much money do we need to retire? It's probably one of the most common questions people type into Google and find my blog. And I've actually done a lot of episodes on this. I've interviewed financial planners, early retirees, and couples on the path to financial freedom. So I'll link that up in the show notes so you can go and do a deeper dive. But I want to point out some major highlights that you need to keep in mind when you're figuring out how much you need to retire. The first one is understand that what we're doing is making an educated guess. Financial planner and Rock Your Retirement author Roger Whitney pointed this out to me. Yes, we do have plenty of calculators online and offline that we can use to come up with the number, but you have to look at the assumptions that they're built on. We're going on some estimates and we're planning as best we can, but you're never going to have a foolproof number. But it's better to have something to shoot towards than to just hope for the best. As he also pointed out, traditional retirement planning doesn't really work. And there are a lot of assumptions in there that I think you should question. For example, traditional financial planning, when you go on those calculators online, ask you for your income. And it's funny, I had put our income from when we were first married in a calculator, and then I changed it to what we're currently making. And it was a significant difference for the retirement savings. And I thought, why is that? Our lifestyle, of course, has improved since we were college kids and new graduates. But I wouldn't say it now has jumped significantly because we make more money. That's because these calculators are based on the assumption that you're saving based on a percentage of your current income. And instead of thinking of it that way, I think you should look at your expenses. What do you need to maintain the lifestyle that you have? And now for some people who spend almost as much as you earn, much a recipe for not retiring early or not retiring at all. Instead, start with your expenses and optimize it. Look at the necessary expenses that you currently have. And this is where you need to have some way to easily track your numbers. And you can do it manually if you want. There's some great tools out there that can help you pull this information very easily. Three of my favorite choices right now are personal capital, tiller, and mint. And they each have their pros and cons based on where you guys are and your situation and your goals. And then once you have those numbers, look at them on an annual basis and a monthly basis. Analyze which expenses are essential. Housing, food, clothes. How much is going towards debt? How much is going towards your retirement and savings? And then how much is going towards things that you really enjoy and get a lot of value out of? And then which expenses can you cut and optimize? And that's really key. I think sometimes you look at those retirement calculators, there's no analysis or no review of how you're spending your money now and making sure that it's optimized. 
And then once you have an idea of the budget that you want to have in retirement for expenses to take care of your house, if it's paid off during retirement, you don't have to calculate the mortgage in there. It's a much smaller number. Also, you will have more expenses with health care. And of course, you're always going to have food. So analyze your spending. It's a little bit of extra work, but you're going to get a more accurate number. And once you get that annual number, you're going to multiply it by 25. And that's going to give you kind of the nest egg number that you need to have to take care of those expenses that you calculated. And then finally, have a way to track your progress. Again, those tools that I mentioned, personal capital, tiller, and mint, you can do your monthly money dates and track one, your budget for the month. And then of course, look at your net worth. That's going to give you a big picture view. And then you'll see if you guys need to work on optimizing your expenses more or earning some extra income. And if you do need help on either side, I do have a free course, Five Days to 5K, that can help you out. It'll take you through how you can optimize, spend wisely, and earn extra money on the side for whatever goals that you have. It's over at couplemoney.com slash 5K. All right, so in summary, when you're trying to figure out your retirement number, get your annual expenses and figure out how much you need as your baseline for retirement. Take that number, multiply it by 25, and then track your progress to see if you're on track or if you need to improve in either earning more or spending less. Hope that helps you out. Again, guys, I'll have resources that go into a much deeper dive, but I just wanted to give you some main points to think about and to use when you come up with your number. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on some key takeaways from today's mailbag. First one is have an income stream independent from your job. Whether you love it or hate it, having another source of income can help you reach your financial goals faster and give you some flexibility. It doesn't have to be full-time income. It can be something on the side, even a hobby that you have, but having that extra income gives you more options. Two, use your bonus to set yourself up for later and have some fun now. You guys are working hard to pay off your debt, and I want you to reach that goal. But also make sure that you focus a little bit of that money for some fun now. It'll help you stay motivated on your debt-free journey. And finally, calculate your retirement number based on your expenses, not your income. You don't want lifestyle creep or inflation to ruin your retirement plans. So make sure you're optimizing your expenses, which means that you know your numbers. So go ahead, grab whatever app or resource you need to stay on top of your numbers. I want you to to succeed and reach your goal for retirement. If you want to chat with me, ask questions, or share your own tips, please join us over at Thriving Families on Facebook. It's a free, private, and positive community where we help one another out. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. Thank you again for being a part of the show. If you have a question you want answered this season, please send it in. My email is lcouplemoney.com. As always, I'll have all the resources we mentioned today, plus some extras in the show notes over at Couple Money. And next week, we're going to be talking about how to set up things so 2019 will have some big wins for you. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that show. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. 
Additional music by Lee Rosevere. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a fantastic week. Take care. Thank you.